You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Mike show and the Bulldog. How many bees is a swarm? Is two a swarm or three? Whatever. How many does it have to be? And I feel like seven. It's Mike Shope. How many how many times do you have to be stung to have been swarmed? And I was like, dude, I got swarmed. I got stung only once, but I was swarmed. And the bulldog. You insist you were swarmed. There were bees, man, like plural. Big lots of S's. Lots of E's and S bees. <laughs> that was that was not bees. fun. Bees. <laughs> right. That was not fun. On WGR. Hey man, that kind of hurt. Sports Radio 550. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Interesting day in that Zach is mentoring my nephew, Joe. Hey, now. Joe has been working here for a few months and is right over there, which is fine. I'm not distracted. Of course, we're not yet to the point of the program where I'm talking about couples massages and naturally nude pajamas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but when the moment comes, we'll see. Valentine's I'll just turn my, day. you know, we're a week out. We're I'll a week just out, kids. Turn my shoulders a little bit so I don't get, get distracted it. by my nephew, who's like a man now. Works yeah, here. that happens. That's how that goes. Yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. But you know, uh, nice to see him and everything. It should be fun. Yeah, I'm sorry to I'm sorry to not not be there to to see him. Well, hopefully it doesn't go so badly that this is the only time. We'll see. Yeah, well, that would be good. We'll yeah. see what happens. Uh, can we talk about Kim first? Sure, whatever you like. I'm sure you want to say some things here. Um, just a, a beautiful essay by Jesse Pagula about her mom. I mean, really, we've all mm-hmm. been wondering for a long time and. Uh, it was really like it was it was moving and it was a great touch by the Pagulas, I think, to do it this way, to announce it this way, to have her come forward with what it's meant to her to have her mom be sick and how it happened and how that has gone along with her tennis career, really just continuing to go so well. And um, I just want to commend her for that. Yeah, and even go so well while in the midst of this family trauma they were going through. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, tremendous job by her. Um, and, you know, the writing, how heartfelt all that was, was was really touching. As, as it turned out today, it was the very first thing I read. Uh, I just I came across it very soon after it was posted this morning, and um, – yeah, I, I I was uh, I, I was I was moved by well a, f- a few different things, um, you know the the amount of detail uh, there uh, on something that we knew very little about, um, and I'm I'm just so impressed. Um, I, I think it's very hard when 
you know something about someone, and now we're talking about a very important figure in Buffalo sports, um, and therefore just in Buffalo. I don't even know if you need the sports. I mean, it's, it's just, you know, the Bills and the Sabres and the ownership matter a lot, and there's there's other businesses that – you know, she and, and Terry and the people that work under them have been involved in for many years. So I, I think I always understood there was no confusion to me about why people wanted to know what was happening and were concerned and worried because there's there's public money at stake. There's a new stadium. There's just stuff going on. You like to know that everything is stable with the family. So I always kind of understood that. I mean, I, I was never going to clamor for it. I also understood their desire for some privacy. Um but that was what, what's what's what I what I what, what struck me most about what I read today is how challenging it might have been. This isn't like the 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 most important thing, but I think it's very could be very challenging for the family for for her, especially for her Jesse to be you know in the public eye, um, you know way more than her father even is. I mean her father is a public figure, but he's not playing tennis tournaments where media are going to be asking him questions um you know every other weekend or however often it is that jesse would have to deal with that and so having the knowledge of what was going on and not wanting to share it it, I think it's a, it's, it's, it's a very challenging thing to go through. Well, I, I wonder, like, there were times when I'm sure she did want to. Yeah, because you you, you, you feel like you're being dishonest, you know? Like, you, you people, you know, you want to know. You're, you're not, you know, necessarily, I'm not I'm not here to claim that everyone's motives were, would always be pure in that. But, you know, people wanted to know, you know what's happening, but you're not prepared it's not you know fully developed enough you don't know for sure the path that she's on in her recovery yet or whatever it whatever was holding you back there was something from telling the world what was happening and to live through that again in a public sphere which she is in playing playing tennis at the level she's playing tennis at um, I think takes a lot of uh, takes a lot of mental fortitude, and I'm just really I'm in, I'm impressed. I don't I don't know her at all, um, but I respect the way that she's handled the last uh, however many months it's been since June when this happened here. Um, it, it's just it, and to have it come out so eloquently uh, in the end was just a really great job. So well. Um, I really appreciate what I'm assuming she and the rest of the family, but especially her, have been through harboring information that was of great curiosity to a lot of people, and that that can be a real burden to carry around. Yes. Um, I'll also make the disclaimer that I mean, not only is Kim somebody who means a great deal locally and in sports, of course, but also is the president of the two teams. You know, like there's a mm-hmm. certain hands-on aspect to it that it, it seemed fair enough to wonder about. You know, questioning it, questioning it publicly was never interesting to me, but, you know, that it's fair enough to wonder what's going on with the teams. If what you say about how she's been, you know, it, from from a public image standpoint these eight months i mean it's it's right of course if you ever saw her like at these press conferences when she talked about her mother you'd be even more impressed and maybe you did but it's even it was even better like if if you're in a tournament you're doing media after every match 
and, and she wouldn't usually get questions about her mom, but once in a while, when when she was at the Open, I mean, she, she wrote about playing Wimbledon. In that's in July, like that was it was yeah. all very fresh at that time, and you know she did that. It's I I I say you know how it felt all very fresh, like I would know, and I I wouldn't, um, but it happened close to that time at the Open in September. I watched her on the set. I mean, she's the top American player now. And so great interest in her naturally. And she was in a group conversation with Chris McKendry and Mary Jo Fernandez, I think. You know, they have so somehow tennis, somehow tennis, which I don't think many people watch, is like they have all the money tennis. Like with all these, every tournament is on the majors. They've got 15 announcers. They're in Australia. Some, it's kind of an amazing thing about, I think they have some big money sponsors i think it's how it works with tennis anyway she's in this group and she was that talking right. you know because yeah yeah i don't see it up here with football in terms of viewership but but she just was very smooth about it and you know she talked about her mom's influence on her life and her career without i mean she didn't crack she didn't essentially you know give it away give away what her condition mm-hmm. was at a time when many people were were curious about that so yeah, um, that, yeah, I think that's so hard to pull off because yeah. you know you 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 wanna un, you wanna you, probably for your own it, like selfishly you'd want to get it off your chest like stop asking me about this and it, it becomes a burden you're carrying around and again you know you're doing the right thing of course for your family and you know that but at the same time there's this you know this conflict that maybe uh, I I would guess she she might have felt at times about it. And the temptation to just you know get it out there would have maybe could have been um, it's very strong at times. So I, I just find that part of it very very compelling, um, and uh, and I'm just really impressed with with how it all ended up coming out. As for Kim, I mean, just want to wish her the best. I, I got to know her fairly well in her years before she took ill. Um, we we tasted sandwiches together. She was putting, I don't know if this was 716 or something else, but she was putting a menu together and she has this had this one friend who was a part of it and somehow I ended up, through my connections at 716, I ended up, you know, sitting at a table with her one day with her and her friend trying these different sandwiches, like, would this be good? And just, that was just a nice, very casual, relaxed kind of thing, which was a privilege to, to do. You know, she... Uh, <laughs> She's she's driving with her husband one Saturday morning, and I'm hosting this card show. <laughs> yeah. And she thinks you know it'd be funny to have him call in uh, without identifying himself, and you know how well that went. Yes. <laughs> we gotta go. And, and gotta go, Terry. <laughs> and then, um, you know, you were with me, I think, when I saw him the next time, and was like, you know, I just had no idea, as if I needed to say it. I wanted to say it. I had no idea it was you. And he's like, well, how would you? And so anytime, you know, if it's someone I don't know, I don't care. But if it's someone I do know and they bring that up, you're like, you think I'm embarrassed? I mean, I had no idea it was him. And you could have heard it and thought it. But I I needed to get to the the mark, you know. I didn't need to hit the post so we could get to that gambling show. If it, yeah, if that had happened at, like, whatever time that show was on, but, like, 34 minutes past the hour – Maybe you are paying closer attention oh. to who is speaking, and you catch on that this sounds like the owner of the Bills and Sabres. On, on that show, if you called in at 834, you had the rest of the time. <laughs> you, you had the whole 20 minutes left if you wanted it. Hang on. Don't go. I got one more thing. I want so to did you ever collect Dave Winfield cards? 
Like, what's your best? Like, it just you know, there's no rush at all. But I'm so yeah, anal about yeah. this that <laughs> on my last day, I had to get off at eight fifty-five. That's it. Sorry, got to go. Uh, but then you know. She thought, like, you know, I know it was your last show. I thought it'd be funny. Like, it was. It was. It was, yeah. And it still is even. It still is. The way it went, it's still kind of funny. I mean, it's just at my expense, which is fine. Yes. But I, you, I could you use it. You don't mind that, yeah. No, I welcome it. That's right. So, um, there it is. I just wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, it sounds like she still has a, a, a lot of work to do, um, and hopefully it can be done, and, and she can, you know, get, get more of her life back. Um, but it was, you know, it's not something I have thought about a, a lot just because, you know, I, I didn't, it was not, what's the point of thinking about it? You know, I'm, I'm, I I'll, we'll find out when we find out. Um, and really the only time I guess I would admit to thinking about it is when somebody would raise the issue, like what's going on? And I would always think, oh, that's a good, you know, that's a good point. Like we're at a, you know, this is an important figure in, in what we all are invested in here as far as sports go, and, and there's there's a lot of money at stake, and you'd like to know, like, where where things are, so now we at least know. My friend Tim from back then is just contacting me right now. I see a post from him that he was a part of that sandwich tasting. It was for the food truck. She was looking for menu items okay. for, for the 716 food truck. That's what yeah. that was. One more from from this was so I used to have the the season ticket draft at my house and I have this very lucky spot where we get great sunsets and on this one Friday night with maybe 20 people over drafting Sabres tickets for the upcoming season you know the the sunset just became really pretty and this is August so sunsets like maybe 8 30 even nine o'clock perhaps just well into the night uh well into the draft at least and somebody in the group looked at the sky and said, it looks like a buffalo. So I'm like, yeah. And I'm sort of, probably have had a couple at this point, and, you know, I was never, like, friends exactly with Kim, but, like, I knew her well enough that I thought I could send her a text message of this picture, you know, that somebody in the group said, looks like a buffalo in the sky. So I just took a quick picture of it and wrote a text, hi, does this look like a buffalo to you? And she immediately responded, everything does, was her answer. (laughs) And I want everybody who like is aware of Kim Pagula to know that story because like nice. immediately she sent like everything looks like a buffalo to me, which was you know funny and nice. Yeah, heartwarming. Yeah. So, Dylan Cousins. Yeah, bi- business continues to go well yeah. <laughs> for the Sabers. Segue from being worried about the business to good news on the business front. Um, yeah, I mean, fantastic, right? Like, do, do, are are we worried it's too soon or too much? Like, I'm definitely not. I think this player is locked in behind Tage Thompson on this roster. I Further, I think what they've done that, for me, has worked, you know, every time. Every example is just with each one that seems to work to look good, like Thompson, quintessentially, you know, you get the strategy is to move fast. The guy I'm thinking about with Cousins is Reinhardt. And how the Sabres would not do this with Sam Reinhart. Like they would not, or you know, with what they've done what they've done with Thompson. Or, you know, also Samuelson it, it, it his for his part as a as a young player and a different player, but if you it, it especially it, it's just it was true with Reinhardt, it's been true even before him, and it's certainly true now in this league, you can know by age twenty two. 
Like you, some guys are just, they have to be great, and you know you're going to pay. Like Eichel, there was never any question about that he would get, he would get paid. He would have to have been hurt badly or something. You know, he was going to get the big contract. It was almost obligatory what they did with Eichel. Okay, this is where you need to be. Here you go. Mm-hmm. But with these other guys, even Thompson, to, to an extent, you just, not every team would make the commitment because they would, you've heard the Sabres do it for most of, our lives. Yeah, they would want to use the system to their benefit, right? Like, we'll we'll keep – sure, I, I, like, could they have kept Dylan Cousins – I mean, Thompson's, what, I think four years older, so a little different. His timeline yes. is a little different. So, But but Cousins, Samuelson's a good example. Um, Darlene even, although Darlene is, what, only three years, so that's going to come up again, and that'll be probably the whopper of all the whoppers on this roster. But nonetheless – I don't want to distract myself from the point I was setting out to make, which is you would, you know, teams would use the, the the way restricted free agency worked to keep young players' salaries in check, and you know if you go by what Cousins is currently making and what they would have had to pay him to retain his rights, um, bridge contract like you're referencing, they did with Reinhardt, you know, you'd have him for cheaper for a couple of years, but. In the big scheme of things, you're getting the player closer to a moment where he maybe owns a little more of his of his destiny, like where where he's going, um, because he's that much closer to unrestricted free agency. And in the case of Reinhardt, I mean that that precisely played out. Like he got the Sabers still had his rights for another year when they dealt him, if I remember correctly, but. I think he made clear to them, I'm not committing to you for beyond this year, and I'll be a UFA after this, so you better get busy. And they did, and they made their deal. Um, and so rather than settling for that, you're you know, looking at the at the puzzle board, I think, in a, in a bigger, longer-term way, like this player like, reaches his ceiling, this contract is going to be a bargain. Like halfway through this contract, I would think both Thompson and Cousins – Will I'm optimistic they'll be outperforming their contracts. And, you know, it doesn't have to happen. You know, things can happen. Injuries can happen. And the players' abilities can, you know, atrophy, whatever. It, it happens. But I just like how proactive they're being. And, you know, there's there's not really any concern about the core of the team staying here. And, and, and I, I don't know. I mean, these guys are young men, and they're getting paid sooner than – Guys like Reinhardt got paid. Eichel's a different guy, like you said. Um, and so maybe there's like an opportunity early in a guy's career, like with Cousins, to capitalize on, look, this is a lot of money and it's a lot of future for you. And you're like, you, you already, this is, this is the life-changing contract. And you're getting it at 21 years of, of age. And there's a lot of, a lot of, you know, some people would balk at it and go like, "Oh, it's not." You know, I'll be that contract's going to be an anchor for me halfway through. I'll be outperforming it like Nathan McKinnon, and you know, I don't want that. Um, but, but he's think, not Nathan McKinnon, right? Right. Oh, right. Correct. But at a, at a certain age, I think um, guys can go for that um, before they get too like wrapped up in the machine that is the business. Well, you can see, I think, probably. Why cousins? Let me put it this way: Why a cousins would say yes to this? It's huge. It's seven million dollars a year. He turns twenty-two on Thursday, so he'll he'll be twenty-nine going on thirty. Seven, like okay, like you can see, wants to be a part of it. 
There's every reason to like what they're building and what they are, even let alone what they're building. Yep. So you can any anybody can see a player like Cousins. Why I wanted to put the A in front of it is because he's not McKinnon, he's not Eichel, he's not McDavid or some of these guys that are just always going to expect to get the most because they're that good. Mm-hmm. So there's a little bit of of nuance here with him. And so he's going to say yes to it. And the Sabres, really the biggest point of all for me, again, is that the Sabres are now an organization that understands. It took them way too long, but now they're an an organization that understands the value in planting that flag. And the thing about Reinhardt is that that was the exact opposite. The, The conversations about Reinhardt that I was in were always about whether he was good enough. And really, isn't Cousins like the same in that way that... You you know, you see his charts, you, then you get it. But if you don't, you might not. If you see stats, the stats are good. Reinhardt's were sometimes also good, but not always. You know, that was, mm-hmm. we're, we're, it's not even 10 years ago, but it was like the age of the counting stats and just, oh, you know, maybe he doesn't hit or whatever. I mean, Cousins, for his part, he's that's a part of his game, right? So, oh, he's, I, yeah. He's not the yeah. same player, but they're, they were both guys that were just like, there were just simple, in, in my opinion, simplistic, uh, unfortunately simplistic arguments against them in terms of their value as hockey players. And the Sabres hedged it on Reinhardt, and they lost him. And it coincided with a very dark period of years in their history, which they brought on themselves. I mean, they had some bad luck too, but Reinhardt's an example of how you, how you do it wrong. And so I think these guys are doing it right. Thompson seems like maybe he wasn't so obvious when they did that. There was certainly debate about that. Yep. But look at that now. Samuelson also, like, has he ever scored a goal? How can you be paying him? <laughs> Anything, right? And Cousins is in between, right? Cousins is more Thompson than Samuelson for this whole point. But, um, I mean, I like everything about it. Yeah. And I, I, I have to say this came up, I think, Boy, he came up with Paul maybe the other day, and I don't even know why it would have happened. Um, you know that that I was thinking about this about Kevin Adams and the guys. You, you know how skeptical I sounded at times about we want guys who want to be here. You know, there was a clear reason they were saying that because Reinhardt had been traded, Eichel was going to be traded, and so that was the new mantra. And I think that that sounds great, and I think. If you've got like young guys on a team that are trying to prove themselves in the NHL to eventually get to a payday like this, um, it can even it can even work for you. But the the the, the craft is in you know retaining them, keeping that vibe. Once you have to start paying people, and they've paid well now three, and we'll see. We don't you know, cousins a little early. They're not even playing a game until Saturday, but they they did it for Thompson. They did it for Samuelson, and they still have the as far as we know anyway. Like this this group this group wants to do something together, and you know the entirety of it probably will not be together when they finally crest you know, the hill we're waiting for them to crest, whether that's even, well, they could make the playoffs this year with this group, I guess, of course. Um, but, you know, there'll be player movement here somewhere on the roster, but the guts of it aren't going anywhere. The The most important pieces to the we want guys who want to be here are right now to me, even with contracts in their pockets, entirely believable in that they want to be here. And I wasn't, that sure that that would take 
once you get no right you know once you establish your career and it just kind of becomes you know a thing where you know yeah well what's my real value am i getting opportunity there that i you know can i get more opportunity somewhere else and it just you know the world can open up to you once you start to have options a little bit into your career um and i think the sabers have just done a really good job of capitalizing on how just the the youth that they've got and projecting it forward and securing their immediate future with with a core that looks looks fantastic. Paul Hamilton will join us at four, so about thirty five minutes from now to talk about cousins and for that matter, Kim Pagula and the Sabres who are still off for even from practice for a couple more days. Trista Crick next. She's out in Arizona, Radio Row. We'll ask her about that. Sam Monson, our normal Four o'clock guest on Tuesdays will join us today at five thirty. He's out there too, and so um, this was better for him. Trista, after this timeout, Mike Show and the Bulldog. Thanks for listening. This is WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 